Have you ever wondered what librarians really do all day? Why does a person choose to become a librarian? Learn the answers to these questions and more on Library Life. My name is Lisa. I'm a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. We'll go behind the scenes and talk to librarians to see what they do to make all of that library magic happen. I'm your guide through the looking glass. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Library Life. We've got a wonderful episode for you today. My coworker Jessica is here, and she is going to tell you all about her origin story. Jessica, do you want to say hello and tell everyone what you do here at the library? Sure. Hello. Again, I'm Jessica Curtis. I am an adult reference librarian upstairs in adult services. It's basically a reference librarian position. Okay. And how long have you worked at the library? I have worked at the library for 24 years, so since 1996. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you the longest employee here? No. Todd has me beat and Belinda has okay. me Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> and what made you want to become a librarian? So I wasn't actually planning on being a librarian. <laughs> I went through all of middle and high school thinking I was going to be a chef. And I worked at the library in my high school years, still thinking that I was going to go to culinary school. So got out of high school, went to culinary school, hated it. It was really drug-ridden. So at that point, I was like, well, now what am I going to do? But I thought, you know, I was still working at the library. And I was like, I like that job. I can <laughs> do that. And I really, really love just learning and reading. So that that helped a bunch, too. But that is how I chose the library field. Okay. What positions have you held here at the library? I've been a page. I've been a part-time and a full-time circulation worker. I've been page coordinator. So essentially what Cheryl Bean does okay. now. And then librarian. And how long have you been a reference librarian? Since 2009. Okay. So yeah, I guess it's 11 years. That's now. awesome. Which is now the longest longest time I've held a position. <laughs> I think that's an accomplishment, really. I mean, not only just in one place, but nowadays so many people, you know, move position to position for various reasons. So hold something right. for that long is it, it is awesome. It helps a lot that I I actually like it. Like I enjoy coming to work. So that helps. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Me too. I enjoy coming to work as well. <laughs> You hear everybody else talk and, and you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> How have your life experiences influenced your role as a librarian? So in my family, reading was always a, a very big part of it, everything. Like you sit down and you talk. If you're not, you know, if you're not watching TV, you, you had a book in your hand. And actually, if you were reading and not watching TV, you were much less likely to get called to do a chore. So that might have played into it. <laughs> But yeah, it's just part of the regular everyday conversations. And also, my mom especially is very talk about anything and everything and then pick things apart, like the, the why. And just no subject is verboten. You know, if you don't know it, then you go find out. And that's from, you know, the earliest memories ever. So librarianism just kind of sneaks right in there. Oh, you don't know? Let's go find out. That and, and helping people. So I'm part of a very large family. And that's also always part of it is somebody needs help, you go and help them either learn something, do something. And honestly, that plays right into especially the adult librarian position right now. It's really nice. Yes, absolutely. My family is very similar. You know, we talk a lot about everything. 
And we were always, you know, you don't know, how do you go find out? (laughs) Then we talk about it. I think that for those of us like you and I that have families like that, that's very foreign for some people. (laughs) Absolutely is. Well, and the life, the concept of lifelong learning before it became a word is part and parcel of of my family culture. Mm -hmm. So you can't, if you don't know how to do something, it's not that you can't do it. It's that you haven't learned how yet. So you go learn. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. I Sorry, I didn't prep you for this question. But so in your role as a librarian here and your experiences, I mean, not just a librarian, but I guess just working at the library in general, how have things changed? How has your role changed and what you do? Well, I was very lucky in that. So in 2009, when I came upstairs to adult services, the ebooks were were starting to be a thing, and we had the Ohio ebook project, but nobody had done anything yet. And at that point, like the month I became a librarian, I actually won my first e-reader at a librarian mm-hmm. conference. And of course, I dived headfirst into it, loved it. But thanks to that, they kind of I asked, can I can I make a worksheet? Can I make a class? Can I do this? And the answer kept being yes. So suddenly we have classes for it. We have handouts, we have all of this, and they just let me run with it. And that was apparently a really big change in the department, but it wasn't so much a change for me because I was new and didn't know any better. So (laughs) one of the best things about this job is that if you want to try something, the answer is like, I can't remember them saying no, you know, especially with new innovations, new things that come out, as long as somebody recognizes that it's that, hey, this is a thing and people are going to ask us about it. You can, can do what you need in order to help people. And that's that is amazing. amazing. And I agree with that. That's been my experiences as well. And I will say, you know, especially in the last, what, six months since pandemic has started, learning new technologies, skill sets from video editing to audio editing has, you know, exploded. Not only, I think, just for here, but from my experiences talking to other librarians and other libraries, that's, you know... Something that I had a little bit of experience with, but not anything like I have right now. Yeah. So back to your original question is how things have changed, probably. And I think this is profession-wide. Instead of so much being reference or about books, I've, I'd say the probably the majority of the things that take up my time are instructing people, educating people on how to do something or how they can learn it. So things like the computer or an ebook. Even the catalog, you know, give, give a man a fish versus teach him to fish. And we're trying to teach him to fish. That is now what we do instead of just handing over. Yes, answers. very much so. And I think that, you know, I think that you and your coworkers and, and us, but I think we get that a little less in the youth department or we do for younger kids. It's not quite the same as for adults. That you, right. Can yeah. we get, let me do that for you. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it depends on who it is. But, you know, for the adult services, you have such a wide spectrum of people with different needs, but also different communication styles and you know, different abilities to speak English and, you know, communicate in English. But even that, that, like we turn the computer around and put on Google Translate. So even that is not so much a barrier. I didn't even know that you did that. That's super cool. <laughs> yes. And it, honestly, the biggest deterrent to that is staff willingness or knowledge to be able to do I that. think that in general, that's usually <laughs> the, usually the biggest hurdle. Bringing new things and changing can be scary sometimes. You know, you can do that, but will you do that? <laughs> yes. I find that most librarians can do most things if they put their minds to it. Agreed. Yep. 
<laughs> so is there anything else you want to share about your experience as a librarian or becoming a librarian or just about libraries in general? Sure. So I think especially if you're thinking of being a librarian or kind of whether or not you want to stay doing this, the big factors that I've seen is the people who actually enjoy the job or are good at it. It's all a mental attitude of that you actually want to help. You know, there's the old school style of librarians are kind of guardians of the books. And that, man, if that's your thinking, you're probably not going to be happy yeah. <laughs> anymore. If you're there to help connect people to to knowledge and resources and abilities, then that is what this is now. And if you like that, this is an amazing, an amazing job because you get that chance every time you talk to somebody. And the rewards that you get from people who have genuine issues and really need help, and then you help them with that, it's amazing and yeah. a good feeling. So be be open to learning anything and know that you can. You can learn anything. And especially if you think, if you're expecting patrons to do it, know it, and learn it, well, by gum, so can you. I agree with that. That's not a threat. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes. I think that, you know, very much so that image of, oh, we just read all day is so far from the truth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that most, if not all librarians, like to read something, <laughs> like to read in general. You know. I'm on a manuscript. I hear you. <laughs> yes, especially as a public service librarian, no matter what age you work with, you have to generally like people and you have to generally want to help them and develop different skill sets. I kind of view myself as a facilitator of information. <laughs> exactly. I am your connection point. Yes. You're, you're the live Siri is what you yes. are. <laughs> and I find it very rewarding. And there's nothing like, even if it's something as simple as recommending a book, which can not be simple sometimes, but you know, that's kind of a lot of things that people think that we do. And we do do that. But to connect somebody with the correct information, the correct story, the correct PDF for their information, you know, for what, for what they ever need is, and they're, you know, so excited or so satisfied with that is very rewarding. Agreed. Yeah. This is a great job. Awesome. Yes. Anything else you want to share? Not that I could think. Ooh, oh, so there's one thing. So if you're running out of things to read, which we've, you know, all of us frequently are, one good way to find new authors is if your author appears in an anthology, the fact that those other authors appear in the anthology are a pretty good bet that you might like Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. I sometimes forget about that and was reminded of that in a recent webinar. So I'm like, Ooh. I actually never thought of that. What a really good point. Especially if you're uh, somebody who likes genre, you know, you like romance or sci-fi or fantasy and I'm a big genre reader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another point is you don't have to read everything, but just knowing about everything doesn't mean you have to read it. Just, you know, read the book pages, read the stuff that Belinda hands out. So, because man, I don't read mystery. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of books, we end every episode of Library Life with a book recommendation. So what book would you like to share with us? There is a nonfiction book that is called Never Home Alone. And it's a narrative nonfiction, so it reads like a book. But each chapter talks about something that normally would make people kind of kind of cringe and go, ew. But it's about the good stuff that's in your house and some of the discoveries that have been made because of it. So, like, if you see this certain bug in your house all the time, you think, well, of course everybody knows what that is. Well, it turns out in a couple of circumstances, everybody knew the bug, but the scientists didn't know. So, what? you know. There's a new thing. It's amazing. That's so the good kind of bacteria. Oh, it's it's so very very cool. And at first, you're again, you're 
you're kind of squidgy and hunchy, but um, but it's amazing and a very good read. So it's called Never Home Alone. Never Home Alone. I've never heard of that. That sounds super interesting. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> if you like, what is it? The Secret Life of Trees. You will mm-hmm. love that book. All right. Well, thank you for your time and your book recommendation and your your service here as a librarian. I think you're wonderful by your job. Thank you. I like it again. It helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all for listening to this episode of Library Life. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.